Hi, this is Jim. And this is Bax. Check out our podcast, The Step Over, Liberty Ballers Podcast Network, for all of your Sixers' needs. Player analysis, game breakdowns, who would look coolest in a headband, and more. Subscribe to Liberty Ballers Podcast feed on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts, and check out The Step Over, a podcast about Sixers basketball. Mostly. Welcome back to another edition of Sounds from the Locker Room. These quotes followed the Flyers' 4-1 loss on Monday night to the Colorado Avalanche. We're going to get things started with the emotional leader of the team, Wayne Simmons. Simmer was first asked if special teams are holding the club back. Um, we got to do a better job, I think. Well, PK and power play. Um, got some opportunities on the power play. we got to put the puck in the net. Number 17 was then asked if he felt the team had enough opportunities to score, considering they put 38 shots on the Avs netminder. Yeah, um, but no, I think we got to do a better job of um, you know, getting in front of them, second, third opportunities, those sorts of things. Wayne then commented on the team's habit of looking to do too much with the puck and blames the slow starts on trying to make too many plays rather than establishing the fundamentals early in games. I still think... You know, you know, we, we got to be better in certain areas, um, neutral zone, getting pucks deep, uh, not trying to make plays all the time. Um, I think we got to establish our game, get pucks deep that way, and then you know, you'd look to make plays after that. To follow up, Simmons was asked what has to happen to correct poor starts, considering the same things seem to happen every night. we got to be more consistent, guys. Um, you know, I, I think there's just where we have it, and there's just where we don't, um, you know, we don't stick to it. And, um, turnovers and turn pucks over in the state teams the other way, and um, I think that's what happened on some of the plays tonight. Finally, the assistant captain was asked about his chemistry in the top line with Sean Couturier and Claude Giroux. Personally, myself, I think I got to be better. Um, those two guys are great players. I got to do a better job of listening up pucks and things of that nature. We now move on to Travis Sanheim, whose play has been one of the few bright spots in the Flyers' disappointing start to the season. Sanheim was asked about how it felt to be counted on in more crucial situations, such as playing late in the game when the team is looking for an offensive spark. Yeah, I think uh, obviously offensive part of my game is uh, something that's kind of relied upon, and um, especially when you know we're down in, in that situation, I think. Uh, you know, put in, put in those minutes and, and uh, playing a lot. So, um, you know, obviously I want to be in that situation. Uh, just got to try to uh, capitalize when I get those opportunities. The 2014 first-round pick was then asked if he agreed the Flyers lacked urgency early in games. Yeah, for sure. I think, uh, you know, obviously we, it took us getting down to, to kind of come to life there. And I think, uh, especially in our own building, we got we to gotta come up strong and um, we got we to gotta get more. If the team talks all the time about playing with more urgency and desperation at the beginning of games, how come it hasn't happened? I think it's just a mindset. I think, um, you know, coming in, we got to be, uh, you know, more mentally focused and then ready to go when the puck drop uh, starts. Second-year D-man Robert Haig was next to answer why he believes this team can't seem to get it going to start a game. How come falling behind is the only thing that appears to wake the team up? Haig had quite a bit to say about Philadelphia's poor play early in games. Yeah, that's a good question. I think it starts from the defenseman back out, back down. I mean, we need to play the puck quicker down low. It seems like we're holding on to it too much, and we get the forwards out, stretched out to the red line, then we don't have anything to play. So I think we really have to start it back there and move the puck quicker and get it up ice. In the last 15 minutes, I think we had a pretty good push in the third period, but we have to have that push the whole game. I mean, we talked about it. It's like, we have to have a good 60-minute game. We had it last last game, 
and we talked a lot about it before game, like go out and do the same thing, but uh, it didn't seem that way today, so uh, I guess we'll have a meeting tomorrow and talk about it. Is that something you guys are working on consciously, is, is what you just said about the D getting on the puck and getting it up, you know, moving it quickly? Yeah, we talk about it every single day, basically, in every practice, so we just have to go out there and execute it. We can't be too fancy back there and, uh, as I said, hold on to it for too much. We have to get it, move it quick, and then get up ice. What went wrong on Colorado's first power play goal? I don't know. It was a bunch of people in front of that, and the puck was bouncing back and forth, so... I have to see it on video because uh, before I say anything else. Is the problem with the penalty kill effort or strategy? I mean, we're working our balls off out there. I mean, we're trying as hard as we can, and it just has to be like if it's one guy's breakdown, it, then it's going to be in back on the net. So everybody has to work together, stick with a plan, and just execute. That's how it is, and we need to keep working on it, but it has to be better, absolutely. Nolan Patrick opened up about how, while the power play hasn't been producing, there's more to it than just scoring goals. I think a lot of times for the power play, it's one for 14, but you know, when we go out there and get a lot of good looks, it gives us momentum. It's not all about just getting a goal, obviously. You know, it helps a lot when we do, but I think there's, uh, you know, bigger things than, than just the numbers on it. So. How would Nolan assess the team's overall play on the evening? Yeah, I don't know. I don't think we were great. Like you see the way we play when you know we get down and we dominate the game. And that's kind of something we need to do for a full 60 minutes. We can't just wait till we're down to start making a push like that when we're capable of so much more. So we got to figure out here. Short and sweet from the second-year centerman. And now to wrap up, here is everybody's favorite coach, Dave Haxtall, talking about the less-than-inspiring four-to-one loss to the Colorado Avalanche. We did in the second period. You know, we had, a, we had a pretty good second period, pretty good third period. We weren't sharp or crisp with the puck in the first period, and that hurt us. Coach, with another uh, goal scored against by on the penalty kill, is there any change that can be made, like the attack style defense, pressuring the opponents while they're in their zone? You're not gonna, you're not gonna pressure that PK in the zone. I mean, they're gonna, they're gonna seam you to, to death. We made a mistake on the, uh, on the broken play. It's the uh, third puck coming to the slot, and instead of collapsing to the net, we our, our top PK or stayed out uh, about five to eight feet too high, and that's the difference. And that goal is in the back of our net. You guys were talking again about getting off the better starts. Seems to be a repeated thing. Really hard to hear the last few years. We we had a good start two games ago. Today it wasn't good enough. It wasn't sharp. Um, we looked exactly. You know, we looked like we didn't uh, we didn't practice yesterday, and we we didn't. So we coming off the day that we were off the we were off the ice yesterday. Um, we had a good morning skate this morning, and an opportunity to get sharp and crisp, um, and that didn't carry over to our start, and that's not acceptable. Is it characteristic of your club? It has been uh, too many days, too many games this year. So how do you address that? As the address it direct and and keep pushing on it. Um, like I said. I really liked their start two nights ago, and we come out today, and we're not sharp, we're not ready, you know, we're not, we're not crisp, and we're not sharp with the puck, and that puts us back on our heels. Uh, it's not just with the puck. We took another penalty today, stick penalty, uh, in the first two minutes of the game, and you know, I, I barked at the refs uh, initially because I thought it was a soft call, and after I look at it, it's a penalty. And that's on us. 
start today and we got to be better there we played a pretty good hockey game you know in in, in when you look at the whole uh, ball of wax here but you have to get off to a better start to give yourself that opportunity especially to build uh, that momentum in your own building um, and when um, you know the first thing we do is take a penalty and, uh, and give up the PK goal early in the game uh, and then you know not sharp enough to turn it around before uh, the second half of that period um, that puts you back on your heels. Even though it's, it's a one goal deficit and we have a pretty good second period and a pretty good third period, um, you're starting from behind. Do you think your top guys are pressing at all? I mean, you think of losing it No, I don't believe he's pressing. I mean, uh, you know, G on Saturday played one hell of a hockey game. I mean, you know, he was really good. Uh, you know, there was a mistake there. That's that. I, mean, I wasn't just picking on him. I was no. Saying, yeah, I was saying you have this great zone time at times, and it just seems like I don't know, one play too many or one play too little. You can start really tearing it apart that way if you want. I mean, the bottom line is, and I'll I'll give you exact numbers tomorrow. We had tonight. Um, you know, we we had at least 15 A chances. Um, how do we add to that on a night when you're playing against a goaltender with a 9-5-0 save percentage? It's not just the inside chances. Um, I, I believe tonight, I'm going to go back and look at it, you know, we, we need to do a better job on this night, especially against a, a guy that's you know, feeling that good in net of getting to net front. So we had some good A chances from inside, uh, but we also had you know, close to 20 shots on goal from our defensemen. And, we want to add to a few of those A chances uh, with some tips, rebounds, or screens. Uh, you know, uh, I'm going to guess when I go back and look at this, we can do a better job of fighting for that net front in another half dozen scenarios that, that give you another opportunity to get a dirty one against a goaltender that's that's going well. Did you Similar. see that just lack of energy from the opening drop, or did it happen after they scored the power play? No, it was. You know what? It was uh, I mean, that, the power play was quick, right? So yeah, that's a tough one to answer. It wasn't a lack of energy; it was a lack of execution with the puck, which gets us up ice and gives you a chance to build momentum inside the offensive zone, rather than um, you know the puck is bouncing back and forth, um, you know, and, and we're not really setting a tone in our own building. You talked about how good Raffle is in his role. Sorry, Michael Raffle. Yeah. Um, how much of a, how big of a blow would that be if he has to miss some time? Well, you, you know what, you, you lose any player, and it's it's not a it's not a positive for our hockey team. So, you said it, Ralph's Ralph's played good hockey for us, um, and you know if he's going to be out for a little while, then somebody else has to step in and, and step in and do a you know a, a good job. So, injuries are part of the game, and that's that's the unfortunate thing. But injuries are part of the game, so I hope the best for Ralph here. Thanks, everyone. Hello. I'm Spencer Hall from SB Nation. 
and I want to tell you about my new show, It Seemed Smart. It Seemed Smart is a show about people doing things that, for some reason or another, seemed smart at the time. Those things might include doing a little cocaine and driving a bike up a mountain, or, I don't know, maybe racing 100 miles per hour across the country in the middle of the night with no one's permission, or even stealing a bat from an umpire's room in a Major League Baseball park. Check it out, and if you like it, tell a friend. I'm Spencer Hall. Don't do anything smart.